0: Welcome to another bonus episode of the Criterion Cult Podcast. Again, it's a bonus episode, so we're not doing the same format usually. It's four of us here. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, but usually there's four of us and we talk about a Criterion movie and then we one of us will bring a film that we think should be in the Criterion collection and we argue about it. Now we're just sort of, because unfortunately we don't have uh, one of our hosts here Diego, uh, because he's doing stuff for the holidays, taking time off, no big deal. But we wanted to still talk about films with you guys. Uh, and these are, well, we're going to talk about a new film. And then, you know, an old film. New and old. That's how we do it here. And uh, just to let you know that I am one
1: of your <laughs> one of your amazing hosts, Jordan Garcia. We also got
2: Mondar Vizu.
1: And Nacho Vielma. You know, it's funny. I was thinking of, a, I thought of a nickname. Like I'm going to interrupt you right like there. A, shut night. up. <laughs> I, I, uh, I was, I, I had come up with, I was smoking it and I, I'm not going to say what, but I was smoking Tobacco. and I was just thinking to myself, oh, I, got, I finally got a fucking <laughs> cool nickname. I'm going to bring it up next pod. And I, it's. It escapes you. All right. Hi, everyone. I, yeah. Nacho
2: Rendezvous Velma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all right. Because
0: it's only a bonus episode, hopefully it'll come back to you once we have the full crew <laughs> yes, back. Sir. Yeah. Yes, Yeah. So sir. today, thank you guys for listening. If you are listening to this, we are going to be talking about Border Radio, which is a film from 1987, directed by Allison Anders, Dean Lent, and Kurt Voss. You probably guys don't know anything about this. That's fine. But later on, we're going to be touching on... Sound of Metal, which is a, newest, a new, I guess it's it's 2019, but technically 2020. Released on Amazon, yes. Right, because that's how we were able to see it. It came out in the festival circuit in 2019. But that's got Riz Ahmed, a living cook, directed by Darius Marder? M- Marder? Marder? I, you know, we're butchering names all day long Whoa, here. The
2: guy from Hootie and the Blowfish directed <laughs> <Yes>. Darius Rucker? <laughs> I'm yeah. lost. Yeah, The Sound of Blowfish <laughs> is actually what it's called. <laughs>
0: all right well let's get into border radio fellas um so that is from 1987
1: it's a movie of two musicians and a roadie take money that is owed to them from a job one flees to mexico and everyone has questions right yeah so
0: that is a very weird kind of uh explanation of it but i guess it makes sense right i mean because that's imdb one and I feel like they could have explained a little better than that because I mean, it's that's really, pretty
2: much the plot. Yeah, probably.
0: but the whole the whole um, I wish the and, movie explained it better. That oh, <laughs> I guess that is I guess that's what we should get into, right? Yeah. So it stars um, nobody that anyone's gonna know. Well, Chris
2: Chris plays Jeff, and Chris plays Chris, and Dave plays Dave. Well, so well, 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 we don't need to talk. Okay, so
0: ba- yeah, basically we have Chris D. You don't know who that is. He's he's a singer from the Flesh Eaters. A, an LA punk rock band from the early 70s. Late 70s. Yeah. yeah. 80s. Late 70s, 80s. Luann Anders, who is the sister of Allison Anders, the director. Mm-hmm. Chris Shearer. Scherer? Yeah. <laughs> Dave Alvin, who's from the Blasters. He's a guitar player, right? Our
2: second, yeah, the yeah. second movie from this guy starting the Blasters. Oh,
0: yeah. Besides Streets of Fire. And then John oh, Doe shit. from the uh, LA punk band X. X. Yes that if you guys know. Um, he's also, I think, in Crybaby. He's in a bunch of stuff, no?
2: He's in a few things, yeah. Yeah. But Cryberry's baby is the only thing I remember him from. Cryberry. Cryberry. <laughs> Cry
0: John Doeberry. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's Border Radio. Um,
2: in a nutshell, thank you for listening.
0: <laughs> and that's all we got. See so, ya. Yeah. So, Border Radio, uh, I would describe it, if, if people for people who haven't seen it, and most people probably haven't, it, think of Clerks from Kevin Smith, or maybe if you've seen Jim Jarmusch's first film *Stranger Than Paradise*, think yeah. of it in that sense. Yeah, when you *Clerks*, you I think would be the best way. Brought up Jim Jarmusch,
2: it. I thought that, and then also even Alex Cox, kind of a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I've never seen a, a film from Alex Cox that reminds me of this because mm-hmm. I think he's always had a pretty good budget. And what I mean by comparing that to *Clerks* and. Um, Stranger Than Paradise from Jarmish is that it's sort of a student film. It's 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 a low budget.
2: Yeah, very low budget. Non
0: actors, their friends are are, are are acting in it. That obviously I've never yeah, acted. Yeah, just before. musicians that haven't acted.
2: Well, the yeah.
1: directors, the two directors, they're they're uh, UCLA
2: uh, alum. Yeah, alum okay. classmates, nice.
1: and you know they directed this movie. But yeah, no clerks, I think is the best. That's immediately actually what I thought about it. You know, it had that feel that. Little budget, maybe this could be better film. Or, or <laughs> <Later>. that? <laughs> no, it, it, no, no, no. I mean, it, it. But I think
0: it. Okay, so let's talk about that right off the bat. Let's talk about the direction behind it. So, there's three directors apparently, and I don't know why there need to be. This is definitely a one director kind of movie, but I, I feel like this was shot in different parts. And they didn't really know what kind of movie they were going to make because at one point it goes into sort of a documentary kind of feel where they're interviewing people. Yes. And they're talking about this musician that is who stole money and is on the run and hiding in Mexico. And I feel like well, they a lot just of, sort of people
2: don't know why he's on the run.
0: OK, right, right. They don't know. But but they're talking about that musician, yeah. I guess. And, and it's just sort of getting into his backstory. Mostly. Only a week after he's disappeared. <laughs> right. And, and then that's another week. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. It, it, it just felt like they, they wanted to dig deep into maybe that documentary aspect. And they were like, nah, and they cut that. And so I feel like that's why maybe there's. And, and again, I could be wrong. I don't know the full thing. I'd like to look deeper into it, but I feel like that's why there's three directors listed because each of them sort of filmed their own little section they had of these movies. a different idea of how yeah. we're going to go about this. Yeah, yeah and, they, and they all said, well, we got to put this together because to make a full movie because there's a lot of times where it does feel like, you know, again, the movie was just sort of, they just were on the spot saying, um, okay, this, is where, this might be where the movie goes, so film this. You know?
2: Yeah, they only had these locations or things like, okay, we gotta use utilize this location, so we're just gonna think of a scene, you know, to and they just kinda pieced all those scenes together. You know. Right. Like they kinda had one through line but it still feels very um, Maybe almost the pieces don't fit right in the puzzle. You know. Yeah, even though they
0: still had that story that was going through it, still and then felt the,
2: the whole three directors thing too. Yes. You know, like so, someone's gonna film this part,
0: and see, and, and that's and that's what I mean. I, I think if it was just if one director was credited, I wouldn't have maybe saw that that kind yeah. of mix mix mash of yeah. Of well, things. exactly how
2: you're saying, like it doesn't f- necessarily. Like, you don't think of three directors directing this, right, but after that's... knowing that, you're kind of trying to put those pieces together of why there's three directors, you know? Like, right. But maybe because they were all students and they made this film together or whatever.
0: Which is, I mean, I don't know why it takes three people to have this particular idea. I mean, it's literally just about some band. They still some money from They're just trying to get club. credit, dog. <laughs> Probably. I mean, and look, you know, and... and it's again. It reminds me of Clerks and Stranger Than Paradise because it makes me see the potential in what these directors and writers have. It's not necessarily making me be like, "Oh, this is, this is them. This is their masterpiece, or mm-hmm. this is what they're, you know." Yeah. But it definitely lets me know that okay, these directors have a vision. Well, at least for me, I I, honestly while I'm watching, I'm thinking of Allison Anders. That's who I'm thinking of while I'm watching. That's
2: who I'm I'm thinking most of the time too.
0: Yeah, I'm not really thinking of what is it? Kurt Voss and the other guy that. Well, because the the
2: other two guys really haven't. I don't know when I looked them up on IMDb, not much. You know, they've written some stuff, but Allison Anders mostly has more of the filmography out of all of them, you know? Exactly. And she is top build on the whole thing.
0: So it does feel like it is more of her film. So that's what I'm mostly looking at. So for me, when I'm watching this film, I'm going, oh, okay, like, I see the potential of Alison Anders and I want to see more stuff from her. Unfortunately, I haven't seen
1: stuff from her except me, Vita Loca.
2: Maybe, yeah, well, and then that other one... I'm sad
1: to say that. I've never seen that. And I've always wanted to. And then when I realized, oh, she she did that, you know, like... It makes... it. It definitely makes me want to see it, but did you guys not have an issue like with what the story was? Like you know, kind Uh, of not what I mean. No, like at the end of the day, like what's his name, Chris D. Okay, the guy who plays Jeff. Jeff. Like what was this? Like he just went to Mexico. He went to fuck around. Like he was just
2: uh, he's just that artist, you know, that needs to leave and have a story, (laughs) you know. Like he came out with a fourth album. Like, mm-hmm. in his punk band, like, that's yeah. the story. And it wasn't that great or whatever. Not as good as his past three albums with his band. Even his own
0: <clears throat> wife, excuse me, who's a music critic, yeah. gave it a good review even though she didn't like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of given the benefit of a doubt because of like yeah. of the label and them doing stuff to the album that he didn't want and stuff like that, you know. And then he tries to write a song in Mexico that doesn't sound any better. <laughs> no, it sounded
1: like garbage. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I felt like he was, I don't know, like he didn't matter. Like there was more. He, I mean, the whole thing was to figure out like what was going on with him, right? Yeah, you why know, he Mexico, ran away, why he left. But at the end of the day, like you know, you, I guess you you see these other characters: Dean, Lou, uh, Chris, and mm, it's just, it, he didn't really matter. I mean, be, I mean, not to explain. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. he
2: didn't really matter. It was like, I mean, Lou her his wife that plays yeah. the, the woman that plays his wife and that has his child and stuff like that. Like if she just dug deep, not even deep. Obviously, if she just asked the two guys that were the roadie and the other guy in his band, she would have found out what the hell was going on with him. You yeah. Know? Like why he ran away sort of and the whole well, thing, you know? Well
0: see, I mean, again, with I think with Clerks and with Stranger Than Paradise, I think, you know, I don't really think the story mattered. I don't think it was really about the plot. But I but I get
1: what you're saying. It it <clears throat> it wasn't easy to follow. No, it's it was I mean, if anything, maybe it was a little boring at times. I mean Yes, like I get that. I, again, like the whole <laughs> no, no, I get the whole different sure. directors, and yes, it was kind of confusing. Like, is this kind of like are they kind of going for a mockumentary, like a, a documentary style, or are they trying to tell this something else? You know, right? And,
2: yeah, um, it, it
0: does. You sort of get mixed up. You don't. Really
2: yeah, really... I think they were trying to figure that out. You know, you and know. they w- did. They worked with what they had. You know, yeah. They really didn't. I don't know. Have like a solid plan for the film. You know, and the script or whatever. You know, but uh, for some reason, I that that didn't bother me throughout the film mm-hmm. you know like when jordan gave this to us to pair with the uh, sound of metal i was i was not looking forward to watching this <laughs> i was just like oh yeah oh just whatever pick anything you know so like when i wa- when i when out, i the yeah. radio <laughs> and it's funny cuz i'm the total Turn opposite like I,
1: I read that it said post punk and i th- i was thinking sound of metal let's Those go words for it. Don't... like this you know <laughs> something punk you know we yeah. was talking about the punk scene this and that so i thought okay maybe this is better well we had other options you're right but you yeah. know i thought this would pair well with sound of metal right mm-hmm. but again i, ha- I think i had the opposite reaction of you i'm thinking this movie's quite boring and i wasn't ladies and gentlemen this is a very good
0: example of expectations and don't judge a book by its cover right mm-hmm. so mondo Looked at Border Radio and said, "This looks like it's going to be a bunch of dumb shit," and he likes it. And Nacho looked at Border Radio and said, "Post punk baby, let's do it. Let's I love it. it." And he's just like, "Ew." <laughs> so I mean, that's you know, but it's a power of cinema.
2: You know, like I could I could see the like the potential 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 behind the whole film. You know, yeah. like the, I mean, the directing, the act, like barely the acting, sort of. You know, like that stuff kind of didn't bother me. Like I like, I mean yeah you could tell but you have to point it out but yeah for sure you can tell that obviously they're not actors but that did not bother me like it serviced the material uh, pretty well for me you know for sure but the directing was pretty good and like I liked it and being this their first feature you know it was cool like you know like I mean if I made a f- first feature it would not be as good as Border Radio For know? sure I, I mean I, not to compare like you know like I'm saying like I'm something or something no, no, you know no, no, I agree. it might but be more like, <laughs> I, I think
1: I
0: think Don't you tell have, yourself but... short but no 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 I, but I understand what but you're I like, saying it, it's I, certainly I,
2: worth preserving
0: I yeah, guess right
2: I like those th- I like those things you know yeah. and I liked it in Border Radio it was like, it was kind of a cool story like it, it reminded me of those like something I would have I'm surprised I've never seen this before you know because it reminded me of like even Repo Man and like uh, like weird films like that, you know, like yeah, like that were just just like around, you know, because yeah. they were, you know, and especially because we live in L.A., like, you know, they're just playing them, and like I always like that. I always like L.A. being the backdrop of things, especially oh, that sure. time, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, when I, it's like different. wait, Milo, so
1: this is your, f- I mean, obviously this is your first watch. Was it your first watch as well? Yep, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I, I think for me the reason why I enjoyed it because. It, it sort of did the same thing that Sound of Metal does that we'll talk about later, where mm-hmm. it just drops you into that that scene. It doesn't explain it to you. It's not trying to let you know who those people are or, or give you sort of context of what that scene is. Mm-hmm. You drop into it, and then you deal with the people who are in it, and you figure it out through those people's interactions. So I, I like that.
2: Yeah, that's another thing from like a like a... Nobody was just like, uh, oh,
0: this is this, the 70s punk scene and like nobody was this like just this like, no one this was is... explaining anything and then yeah. they, they just throw you in it and you're just like in it. like literally that guy is just what in his house the main character and then these guys break in and yeah. you're just like, what, what the hell is going, yeah, going on? Yeah. yeah. You don't really know. That's
2: interesting. That's like a very, that's like a really cool start to a film, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like it's it, it, like, it, it a, intrigues you, yeah, you know, like obviously if you. it was someone else, like a well seasoned director, it could have been a little more intense and sure. like suspenseful yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. It could have you know? been, uh, well, I mean, but speaking a,
1: of more intense, uh, I mean, the hairline was intense. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Jeff's hairline was really big hairline. No, I was, was going to say these these thugs. So this intro, these thugs. those were thugs in the eighties.
2: Is that dash. a bunch is of that white how dudes? How bad they were? Thug oh is rubbish. <laughs> so
1: we're talking about the first scene, and you know the I don't know the main guy. He's he's hiding from these guys who are trying to break into the house. Anyways, the point is that these three guys that show up to the house, kind of. They're fucking goobers, man. Like, yeah, they're, like, of, they're, they're like not slubs. intimidating at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. did you ever see look... Three
2: Ninjas? The guys, <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you right. can tell yeah.
0: that it was the directors and the people. That it was just friends yeah. making this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And share and, and see that's what it's like. One of those things where, as someone, you know, as we we watch a bunch of movies, we watch you know big budget films and we watch things that have actors and you know, but at the same time. You know, I think if we were to put together a short film or something to get like we wouldn't be able to get professional actors. We'd have to get our
2: friends. Yeah. And I think and I, I, would, I can appreciate that. You right?
0: know, but but that's what I'm saying. I think we we would hope that someone would be able to look past those things and be able to just see it for the whole, which yeah, is what yeah, border exactly. radio, okay. yeah. which is what I think Criterion and a lot of people have seen border radio for mm. what it is. Yeah, it, it, sure. It is very much a student film, but it has a significance in that. You see these three directors. Um, I'm th- again. I just want to say Alison Anders every yeah. time. But you see Alison Anders do this thing where you're just like, oh, she has potential to make a, you know a pretty good road movie if she had the money, mm-hmm. if she had the budget. She yeah. Can make- she
2: did what she did what she had to do, and she worked with what she had to work right. with, and you know, stuff like that. You know, the and the actors, and like she got probably the best performance she could get out of those guys. You know. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's a lot of this film is like I can appreciate that and understand where she's the like where the place she's working from and coming from like just being like a college student or or I don't know if she directed this while they they were in college or whatever or after you know
0: I want to say while they were in college I want to say that's pretty
2: much they probably use like UCLA I want to say you know
0: but I don't know exactly but let me just say this all right so I was blitz stoned out of my mind when I was watching border radio (laughs) and let me tell you what I got from this so this was filmed in eighty seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I feel like this film is really about, it's about the transition from the seventies and eighties into the nine into nineties culture, whereas that seventies and eighties kind of punk rock glam sort of big hair, L A heroin sort of gutter thing that sort of died in the nineties. It became grunge. It became you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, and I feel like they. They sort of knew what was happening. They didn't know exactly, there, but they, they was a knew change coming, they knew yeah. that there was a change yeah. coming. And I think that's why it, it also is sort of an important film because it does. I mean, because I was watching this. Don't movie. they kind of talk about that though? Like during yes. the, the, yes. the, the, the documentary yeah. style parts, yeah, where right. they fact, she they, sort of. That, that's what I'm saying. talking she, About like eight years later or she, something she, like that. Yeah, she, she literally. Like, talks there's about like it. this punk chick who mentions how she was like, "Oh, all the bands are getting big," and. It's becoming popular, and we thought that we were going to be able to go with that. But no, we're, ride all, the coattails, we're all just coattails here, out. still in our rooms, doing nothing. Yeah. And that's what I feel like that movie is sort of about. It's sort of about the culture just sort of moving on from mm. these people who thought yeah. that they could just, you know, be on drugs and get drunk and just act this way forever, and that they'll just be able to ride the coattails yeah. of the other famous you know, punk rock shit. Mm-hmm. But no, they all got left behind because they weren't doing anything. They yeah. weren't contributing. They were just there for the ride, you know, and They're I feel like parting with them. Yeah. You know? And I feel yeah. like this movie is sort of like, I don't know, it felt like again, you know, I didn't even know if I wanted to watch this movie when I recommended it <laughs> and I watched it and I. You know, I didn't really get much from the story of what you were talking about, how I was like, would they steal some money and there's some guys trying to beat him up? I didn't really get that. I got more out of the little documentary aspects of it. I was like, oh, I think they were trying to talk about like the 70s and 80s sort of punk L.A. scene sort of just once the 90s came around that shit was obsolete it didn't mean anything
1: i think i would have liked it more if it like kind of stuck to that
0: format yeah if it focuses but yeah but at the same time i feel like that it has enough of that in there that it's important enough to see that because it really is a sort of little slice of that because it was filmed in 87 and literally two or three years later it all became clerks in like that sort of 90s kind of like grungy yeah Yeah, pretty fast Yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah that's yeah that's crazy like it's funny too. When she's being interviewed, like they they ask that chick how old she is. She's like, "Oh, I'm 20. You know, like she <laughs> yeah, has like some that, like, like, like oh. you know like. But yeah, she's just like they're all just like young kids, like and right, they're, and, they, and they're already
0: like my future's done. Yeah, like, you know, they're like exactly. I have no future. I'm twenty years old. Yeah, I wish I was twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah. So no she said, she's supposed six. to be
1: twenty. Did they by? I don't know if I missed this, but by chance, did they catch the age of? the rest of the cast like what they were i mean to... they
2: seem like on the very good question <laughs> no the reason the reason i asked is because you know, i'm, like, I'm yeah, bringing i'm bringing my, so, my yeah.
1: dad input to this shitty parents in this fucking movie right like she's just leaving this punk chick who's like on her headphones to like watch her kid yeah, while she goes that, on yeah. a trip to mexico that was the eighties she's the like 70s she, and she's like eating mud pies
3: <laughs>
1: and you know when um when Jeff comes back, you know, this is towards the end of the movie. Jeff That's comes amazing. back and he's like, where's Devin? I think mean, Devin's yeah, the daughter, the, right? Yeah, the daughter, yeah. And he doesn't even care either. He's just kind of like, where is she? I don't know. He's probably eating mud pies. People, kids don't do that. And he's still kind of like...
0: Kids don't do that anymore. But that even adds <laughs> on to the you idea know, like, of what I'm talking about. Because
2: that, like... That's like it's, the whole ushering in. Of, nobody
0: cares about the youth. It's literally yeah. that was just lo- we're just leaving them behind. That's we're the just...
2: whole thing about the 70s. Is, this is like no, no We care- dig deep into like, film. Parents <laughs> didn't care about the children. Sort of, you know, like there wasn't like this whole like um, now that they call it like helicopter parenting. You know, we're like they're hovering. You're right. They're hovering. We lived that. You know, I mean, exactly, like right. Yeah. We were yeah. playing yeah. the streets. My, and shit, not right? not as extreme as that, but but we were yeah. playing well, in the we streets. Like, our parents didn't care. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah I was sure. left you know, home. You're... I was left home a lot. You know, like to Inside do whatever. You know? Exactly. You know, like, I used to go. Kidding. I used
0: to be <laughs> able to like skateboard like from here to like almost like long beach mm-hmm. and nobody would ever know or care yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah, me yeah. and my cousin and my brother we we just we just be able to do like whatever yeah. and it's like oh we, okay. we just roam the streets yeah i would like never
1: know? think about like just leaving my kid like yeah go play in the front yard like or like i probably sit out there you know yeah the just watch them yeah and, and watch You're my a helicopter just, parent. you know <laughs> i mean i'm sorry dill i'm sorry lucy but you know? it is Same what
0: it is with my nephew i mean I have a nephew. I I mean, if I was taking care of him, I wouldn't just let him go off and just play around. I'd be watching him the whole time. Yeah, Yeah,
2: no one dares to leave them. Just just stay in the front yard. Whereas, like,
0: I know that that didn't happen with me. Uh, Nobody was ever watching me when I was doing some crazy shit. So, yeah, that's pretty wild. But... That was that time. Yeah, back yeah. then, like in the 80s, in the early 80s. 70s. That's. Yeah. that's I mean, we're thing, all yeah? men of a certain age. I was born in 85. Yeah. So they were just... They didn't give a shit. Yeah. My parents didn't give a shit. They My left me with some punk see rocker. Border Radio
2: to see the, what was coming.
0: I'm just kidding. My parents took care of me. Yeah. I'm just joking. That's a joke. <laughs> yes. They might be listening to this.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, they took so, care of me, but I was left to, you know... So
0: Border Radio, guys it's um it's a very good first film if you guys like film if you're listening to this and you just want to explore someone really sort of exploring themselves and trying to find their voice mm. and raw. really yeah. trying to yeah it's very raw, raw. and again yeah. no, no, sorry <laughs> no 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 I no was, i was far
1: away from the mic when i originally said it so that's how i was like, <laughs> keep saying raw baby raw, yeah we'll
0: and, th- and that's what i mean so and, and you know i don't you know, you don't really have to know too much about this sort of punk
2: scene, this LA punk scene, To
0: I guess maybe get something out of the movie. Is that maybe, am I don't I, know. I, is that maybe because false?
2: I know like, you know, like, cause I know like some stuff, you know, just right. surface. Things, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I guess Same I here. don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think you would have to care I don't about things? No, so. right? I don't think
0: so. Because I don't give a shit about, you know, those bands, really. I think you just kind of have to. I don't even uh, like X at all.
2: I think you just have to have an understanding <laughs> of uh, in, real indie film, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. and. Someone that can appreciate it, like, and just be not so nitpicky about it, you know? Sure. sure Do you think this, this sure.
1: movie would have been appreciated more if it were put out a little later, like maybe '90s, like early mm. '90s?
0: I think so. Honestly, I was, not I was that because I think it's I appreciated think it would have fit in yeah. I a guess it's better. a little, you know, what I'm like,
2: saying a few years too early, like ahead you know? of that's time, what, a little bit ahead of time, yeah. Right? Little, and, the, yeah and that's no. what I'm trying to say yeah. is that mm-hmm.
0: it feels like that's why I felt like that idea of. It's the end of the seventies and eighties. We're going Mm. to the nineties. This felt very much like that—that—that nice little balance of the two Mm. of the music era plus movies, where like that's where I think Kevin Smith and everybody sort of you know they take it they took from this. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. You know, your feet on the ground, Mm. just fucking filming with your friends, Richard
2: Linklater, yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: So I I think it shows potential, but you're right. I think um, because I think it is praised not as much as what you're what you were saying if it was in the 90s i think it would be considered like everyone would be like border radio yeah. border yeah. yeah well maybe i mean
1: no but i think maybe she it did, just it just be a little more known right cuz like, she did know?
0: gas food lodging in the 90s and i think that one's more known like that one cuz well I, honestly and mm-hmm. that and she's credited by herself that might yeah. also be another thing mm-hmm. the crediting thing is Maybe that, yeah. You know that's why it's probably they don't even want to talk about it because none of them want to say, "Hey, this is my movie." I don't. Yeah, know. Exactly. I really don't know. I don't know, but
2: yeah. Should so we rate final this up? Th- yeah, let's do final yeah, thoughts so. on this. Let's
0: let's let's lights out. Border radio, turn that shit up. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go first. Let me do my final thoughts on border border border, border radio. Border radio, I think, is something that I wouldn't recommend to everybody. But if you enjoy seeing someone's first film, if you enjoy just kind of discovering those kind of little gems, you know, if you just want to find a movie that's like this black and white first feature, a student film basically, but it shows that potential. And maybe if you're just like into those bands, right? Like X and all those different like bands, like uh, the Flesh Eaters, the Blasters, if you're all into that, I would say check this out because it's a cool little, it's like a cool little um, time capsule of that time, where you have these directors who got those musicians to be in a film, mm-hmm. whereas they might have never thought that anybody would ever see this ever, and luckily, yeah. you know, we it, it luckily it's been preserved and luckily Criterion got it preserved and. <sighs> It's it's probably like a, a three stars for me a, a three mm-hmm. or three X's three the band X <laughs> from L A even though I don't really like them too much
1: but <laughs> that's straight edge bro three X's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: but but I know that I, like I understand its significance and I <laughs> I really did I'm glad that I watched it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's one of those films that I, yeah. I don't think I would ever watch if we didn't do this podcast and we didn't figure out how to pair with Yeah, this. me either. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'm glad I did watch it. Would I recommend it to anybody, not everybody, but I would recommend it to people who want, again, who if you know about Clerks, if you know about Stranger Than Paradise from Jarmish, Inspiring if you Inspiring filmmakers. Right. If you just want to see their first kind of foray, if you want to see the that you know, where the a uh, jumping a uh, starting off point to see Checked where
2: like oh I can do that you yeah know? I can make something like yeah you know like and even like you know like because yeah you want to write a script or something and you just know it's gonna be bad or it's bad right you can kind of make it okay and again
0: <laughs> to like what, what Mondo said don't you know and you're not and you're not gonna you can't and you're not gonna go into it willing to nitpick ready to like just be like oh well this isn't a movie yeah. because you you know obviously. It's a student. It's a student film. You have to know that it's that, but you have to see the potential, and you have to know that there's potential yeah. in it, and that there's a lot. There's a lot more to it than you know, than
1: just what it is. So, potential. Ooh. That's yeah. a great word. Yes, potential. Um, potential. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not no, no, no. no because the thing is, like, I don't. I don't hate this movie. Um, I I don't hate it at all. Um, do I think? Do I have issues with certain things? Yes, I've brought it up already. You know, like the story is kind of whatever. But again, like. It's a movie that I would think, if maybe it was put out a little bit later, yes, because it, it it definitely reminds me of Clerics, Kevin Smith, that 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 style, that indie film style, of the early nineties. Um, again, yeah, it feels very early nineties, but it's eighty seven, so I guess that's it, it. Kind of, it's right there it's on the border it's, of it's it, mid like, eighties. <laughs> it's it's like right there, you know. But um, I had no no issues. I I thought the actors they did well I think they did well for what they had you know the script whatever you know again the story is maybe the only issue I have with it but again like you I, I feel like while watching it you could tell it's it's a fit, maybe a film student you know the whole three directors the, the you weren't sure where it's going like it like documentary story you know it was kind of back and forth but for what it was I think it was done it looked nice I liked. The whole black and white aspect of it, Sandra it was. Shot.
0: did look good. We didn't really talk too much about
1: that. Yeah, and you know what? Sure. What's funny is that I did think of even before like reading into like what these people, these three directors, were involved in. I did think of Paris, Texas, for whatever reason, and and feel? a yeah. couple of them are involved. They probably like, saw that one in, like... way or another, you know, with that. So yeah, they were in the crew. Yeah, like, yeah. some of them were. So involved. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. this this film's cool. I say watch it. Give it a watch. Try it. Anyone. But anyways, um what would I rate this?
0: Be honest. Don't give don't be like oh let's talk all the shit and give it like four and a half no. or something. <laughs> um, no, I'd
1: probably give it um No, I'm I'm gonna give it like a two and a half. Wow. Um two and a half uh books missing. Okay. <laughs> See I always think you're gonna
0: give something two or two and a half. Yeah, because you like make it seem like you, you hate it, it down so much. and then you're yeah. just like I ah, fucking I can't stand this thing I'm gonna <laughs> give it 4 <laughs> out of 5
1: <laughs> no I mean but again there's potential for this like I I, I
0: didn't sure. hate it like, well, that, that's a and, reasonable rating yeah. Yeah. I, that, yeah no Mondo
1: what about you
2: yeah, so I I went into Border Radio not wanting to watch it at all. I was like Jordan, Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, you're like lights out. Border Radio, turn that shit <laughs> I off. I was like, you know, but I was I guess I was kind of immediately intrigued by it and like by the filmmaking and the storytelling, sort of, you know, like it's I see, you know, the story. I could see it like you Lou was almost cute. like going was. there, you know? Yeah, Lou was cute. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I was the I wish I was Chris, just the roadie, like. <laughs> potential sex yes (laughs) last thoughts please (laughs) but yeah i mean i whoa but i liked this movie a lot more than i thought i would have liked it you know like i i'm surprised i never saw it like when i was a kid like just being one of those movies that maybe my brother talked about or something like that that thought that he thought was cool you know like and stuff like that like because it reminded me of like um damn it was repo man and something else i can't damn there's another movie that i was thinking of right now but i can't i can't it doesn't come it escapes me right now but yeah like i mean yeah the acting is like okay like i you know they just worked with what they had to and i like the feel of it and like you know just like so the i could just see the potential of allison andrew and andre andre andreas andrews andrews Anders, Anders. sorry you know like it that just captured me a lot like i was just excited about like this movie you know like I'm um, but i give it like a um, three hairlines i don't know okay <laughs> no do something you know I mean? no like three hairs well, on three, chris's forehead three <laughs> yeah three out of five three hong kong yeah ratings. so our
0: ratings in case you guys are listening for the first time it's you know we do one through five one through, or yeah, zero one through five, five yeah, zero or whatever. But um, we yeah. miss
1: Diego and we usually do Hagazusa between Hagazusa zero and what?
2: What was five? What well, we get
1: we five? gave something to five.
2: I forget, but yeah.
1: Zodiac, baby.
0: Probably <laughs> one of my picks. All my picks are always fives. <laughs> but um, last yeah. thoughts, Border Radio, turn that shit up. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we talked about Border Radio, but now we're getting into a newer film that you can watch on Amazon Prime if you pay for it. Or you could just hit one of us up. We'll give you the password. Because we want you to see the Sound of Metal,
1: baby. Metal. Sorry.
0: 2019, but it's a 2020 movie for us. It was released
1: by... Yeah, Amazon put it out 2020. It was released in what film festivals yeah it was like the, on the
0: festival circuit in 2019 and it was talked about it was getting a lot of praise but we we finally get to see it and you see it in the comfort of your own home which is great mm-hmm. it'd been great to see it in the movie theater but we'll talk about why later so it's directed by darius martyr a lot of you probably don't know who that is but he wrote the place he or he wrote with Derek Cien France. I, again, we we don't know how to pronounce the names around here. Yeah, but he he wrote the Place Beyond the Pines. Yes, sir. Which yeah. is a movie with Ryan Gosling where he looks exactly like Riz Ahmed in this movie. So yeah, well, yeah. Good bleached witch. hair. Yeah, shitty tattoos. Right. So no we got we got Riz Ahmed. You nice guys have to know Riz yeah. Ahmed from the Night of on HBO. You have to know Night from, of. Yes, from sir. The, from Nightcrawler Rogue one. Rogue one. Rogue one. I was trying to think of all the things with Night in it, but Nightcrawler, Night of. Rogue One. Oh, okay. But he's- Sister Brothers, what should we did he? on this yes. podcast? Yes, a, sir. Sister oh, Brothers. Shit. Yes, sir. He's also in Venom. He's oh, also yeah. In Venom. <laughs> yeah. I forgot oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. He's in a lot of things. He, like, he's, he is one of those- Unfortunately, he was one of those clutch actors who just- you knew he was in a supporting role, so you knew it was going to be good. But now he gets to shine as the main actor shine. here. Shine, yes, sir, because I think we'll, this is his best fucking role. His hair whoa, does right. shine. Best we'll thing we'll get into that later, but let let me just finish. Who's in it? Olivia Cook, who you've seen in Thoroughbreds. She's she's really good. Me, Earl and the Dying Girl. Me, Earl and the Dying Girl. She's She's, a dying girl. She's been good in a lot of stuff. Her bleached eyebrows uh, bug me, but it's fine. Me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Oh no, we'll get into that (laughs) later. later. (laughs) And we also have uh, Paul Racy Rossi, who he's um, he's not deaf, but his parents are deaf, so he understands sign language. He plays the counselor. Mm-hmm. Who Riz Ahmed meets. Yes. yes. And he's really fantastic he's yeah. in this. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then we have Olivia Cook's uh, father, or he plays. Her father, it's uh Mat- Mateo Amarlyric. Mateo Amalama is from Quantum
2: he's the bad guy in Quantum of Solace. Yes. He's, he's
0: also in Grand Budapest. Yeah, he's a little bitch that gets He's murdered. in a bunch no, of fan- I mean, you know him from a bunch of fantastic yeah, stuff. Yeah, you recognize him no, he, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good. great actor. So I'll make you some eggs. Yeah, so Sound <laughs> of Metal, guys. Let's talk about this. Let's get into i mean, we were already kind of jumping into stuff as we we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. But let's start well, let's start off first and foremost. Let's start off with the the story of what it's about, right? So it's about this drummer who ends up losing his hearing, mm-hmm. and so once you lose your hearing, you're you're a musician. That's you're fucked, right? Yeah. There's nothing else you can do. So unless he has, you're Beethoven, right? Unless you're Beethoven, but the dog, <laughs> yes. Unless you're the, <laughs> unless you're Charles Grodin scared, and, and Beethoven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just kidding. um no, that's it's such a fucked situation, like just this this whole story of a musician losing their hearing, like it's everything, not only a musician, the drummer, the one who keeps the beat who keeps everyone going, you know the timing everything like it's oh man, like this movie fucked with me so much, like you you're gonna notice the the sound and the ambience and everything that. That it goes into that a lot, but me, me specifically, I was trying to pop my ears a lot. Like literally, you you are on this ride with Riz Ahmed, right? Because we're men of a certain age, so this, <laughs> we think
0: we're losing our hearing all no, the time. But
1: the sound on this film yeah. is amazing. Yeah. The sound like, design you're is literally, fucking, you're it literally made my skin crawl. You know, you know it. Oh God, it like, made it my hearing crawl. Yes, like, it makes you trip. Out. And oh, so,
0: God. but but that's what I'm glad you guys feel that because it fit like i want to say this sound design is like better than most horror films yes yeah yeah because
1: Mm
2: -hmm. it made me feel that because
0: watching something and losing your hearing and not being able to hear what's going on in the scene is more terrifying than any sort of uh, or some like score or any sound it 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 really really
2: puts you in that place like that it's sonically you know like it felt like you were losing your hearing. Yeah, as I kept Rizal's trying to pop. Kept, did, no, yeah. no
1: joke. I kept trying to pop my ears, like, and I'm like Daryl, is... I'm I'm trying to pop like my wife. I'm watching this with her last night, and I'm like, I'm trying to pop you're my ears, pop and she's, she's like, I'm I'm trying to pop her. Yeah, but for not listening, and then and then, and then did you I'm watch also, the movie? I'm or trying, were trying to, to pop, pop my your... ears because I think I'm losing my hearing too, and I'm like, and she's like, shut the fuck up, like you're an idiot, like uh, God, just keep dude. going.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: And then also we we all. Well, you know, (laughs) or at
0: least we used to a lot would play music. Yeah.
2: And I listen to shit loud in my headphones. Same here.
0: And and I think it's because we used to play music mm -hmm. so much and we used to have to like try to tune or like figure out how loud our amp should be that we'd Mm -hmm. put our ear up against stuff and fuck up our hearing because same thing with me. I have to put my radio up loud and anytime that like I have people in the car who don't like, you know they don't want to hear what I'm playing. They're just like, why are you playing this so loud? I'm like, it's not loud at all, <laughs> but I, it's because I can't hear. Yeah, I, I really can't. Yeah, hear. exactly. Yeah. Like,
2: I feel like I have good hearing, but like some people say like, why is it so loud? Well, like, I just like it loud. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was very scary. That was
0: one of What my- is the
2: thing Riz Admet is doing immediately when he's trying to like pop his ears or like something like in when he's in the. well i mean it
1: possibly could be that i mean i'm I'm just gonna speak from experience like going well not only playing show uh like playing but going to like metal shows and stuff Mm -hmm. like i like my there i would go sometimes through like three four days of my ears fucking ringing dude Mm -hmm. like where like you're trying to so like like literally waking up in the morning like going to bed with your ears fucking ringing mm-hmm. waking up with your ears ringing and you're trying to like pop them like to like kind of yeah. like you know so i mean i i'm just assuming that's maybe what riz Ahmed was trying to do you know just yeah. trying to hear like you know we watch this movie and we see it's it's about again about a musician losing his hearing right but how long was he it could be that he was maybe experiencing this a little longer than Yeah, sure. it you know, because it kind of really fast. You know, it, it happens super fast. And, like, he was probably going through this. But, like, For us, a while, like most yeah. people, like, we don't give a fuck. Like, we're like, <laughs> we, we keep... We, Not until we, it fucking yeah. really like, fucks you up. Like, yeah. literally, yes. Like, where you getting hear shit, like, yeah. which he experiences in the fucking yeah. movie, which is scary as shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he could have been going through this many times before, you know, and he didn't take care of himself.
0: But I think that's what's so great about the film... Uh, in terms of like the direction and the storytelling Mm -hmm. in it is that it throws you into this lifestyle and you get that sense. Yeah. That you probably just like, well, there's no way they just happen. Yeah. The the music that they're playing in the venues that they're playing, you know, it's not. How many times they're playing, like they're playing every night pretty much. And they're not necessarily taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not really just going home to a bed. They're living in an RV and traveling around. They don't. They probably don't have like medical insurance. RV is pretty sweet though. It was, yeah, it was, it was fucking, fucking awesome. Yeah, I would love to just travel around and live in that. Honestly, that looked like a great yeah. life. Just playing some mm-hmm. fucking noise band. Yeah. I would love to
1: live with Riz Ahmed in that RV. Oh, <laughs> I would wait. you up. want him cuddling yeah. up oh, making I would, your like, Yeah, making me if, smoothies in the if morning. If Riz Ahmed and <laughs> turmeric
2: in that smoothie. Yeah, if he
0: woke. Me up every morning just kissing my neck Rube, making me with a drumstick. <laughs> in, make me into the drumstick me <laughs> no but th- like you know it's just like that yeah it seems like
2: it they had it kind of sweet but it was definitely like taking their toll right. on them physically and mentally so, so and all that stuff so
0: you got the sense that yes it, it's cool it, it is a very cool lifestyle to live like that but it's not it's not ideal. So sustainable. And, right. It, yeah. It's it, it's physically, financially, a lot of ways. You know what I mean? So you get the sense you need yes, a rich dad that there's no way it just popped up. and that's what I love about this film is that you can see history in those characters without mm-hmm. them having to explain it to you. Yeah. Like they don't have to tell you their history. They don't have to tell you anything. Riz Ahmed is such a great actor yeah, physically. Definitely. And, and and everything else that you, you you he embodied that character so much. His that intensity you feel. and
1: everything, his emotion, everything that he put into that, like dude I'm telling you, this is literally Yeah, I
0: wanted him to just 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 hug me while you're sweating yeah
1: and and feed me smoothies while yeah while, dude, while we're listening to fucking gizm See, <laughs> dude, he was so
2: some good. rudimentary p yeah. right? he, yeah. he has to wear a
1: youth of today's uh Fuck. pullover hoodie though that's all right i mean he i would love
0: to wake up next to him and he just lets me lends me that youth of today hoodie because i'm cold
2: <laughs> that's all you're I'm gonna start doing his workout <laughs> like
0: those squats those push-ups yeah, that, yeah, every yeah. morning i'm going yeah, for it i mean come on if we can do him in our RV. We can do him in our rooms, right? Yeah, exactly. Guys? Come on, let's yeah. get fit. We just but we got to eat right, though. He eats right. He does. He, he does. does. I mean, all about if, that if too, you guys Mike. haven't seen this film, Razor Man has a pretty great. And so that's another thing that this film is about, right? It's about addiction. So yes. Yes. he yeah. he used to be his character was addicted to heroin. You don't get that right away. You don't get that until he explains that. Yeah, to somebody, when he which explains is good, it. but but. You see, well, we're talking about him waking up every morning and doing the exercises and routine, making breakfast. Yeah. You see that he's addicted to something, yeah. He he's trying to keep his mind off of something else. You know what I mean? I realized
1: like it once. Um, he was like upset in the movie and he went to go smoke a cigarette, and then his girlfriend Lou, uh, is her name Olivia, uh, Olivia yeah. Cook? Olivia, yeah. Cook. Olivia yeah, Cook, yeah, but it, had yeah. to go call. I'm, I'm assuming his sponsor, his sponsor. Yeah, right. yeah, so yes. that immediately I was when he smoked and she made that call. I was like, okay, he's he's a former addict. Like mm-hmm. I could tell, like right off the bat, like he, you know.
0: Yeah, but I, I and that's what's, I I think really those behaviors at the beginning too. Again, while he's waking up and he's working out and he he's keeping his mind off of. He's addicted to something else. Yeah, most addicts have to be addicted to something. It can't be alcohol or drugs, but it has to be something good. uh, uh, Working out, or uh, you know, exercise, or 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 eating right, or just waking up your mind off. Keep your music busy. Yes, Yes. right. Yes, yeah. So I think that this. Film portrayed all of that in like a really good way because yeah it did it didn't do it in sort of a, a heavy because, sentimental way it well, didn't because, try to do a Spielberg try to fucking Academy Award winning well when way. you
2: see that stuff when he's working out and making breakfast and like he wakes up before her and like doesn't wake her up wake her up till later you kind of feel something is off. You know, and you don't necessarily know what it was. He's a little then, different, yes, yeah, for sure. But then you realize it later, obviously, when he like okay. tells the guy like, this is why he When he's like, it. "Oh, yeah. like the guy, like the the guy at the um, the deaf home knows immediately he's an addict of something." You know, because right, he yeah, asked he him, tell. he's like, yeah. "What were you using?" Like, "What were you using?" And I was like, and he says heroin. And like when he, when I saw that scene, I was like, "Oh shit, was he? Is he still doing that?" And then like, you know, when he talks to him, he's like, oh, no, I've been four years sober and stuff like that, you know. So like immediate like it's just like that's just great storytelling and filmmaking, you know, like it's planting those seeds where you don't need that full backstory, where you don't need everything explained to you. And like, you know, they're uh, um, Riz Ahmed's and Olivia Cook's relationship, you know, like they're saving each other, like even though. They're kind of bad for each other in a weird way, you know, and you find that out later.
0: Yeah, and that's, and yeah, from what you're saying, I, I love that that you don't really see the full extent of their relationship until later in the movie. Yeah. You really don't see what their relationship is and what it was until he gets better and she's better, mm-hmm. and they both meet, yeah. and they both realize but, that they can't be with each other because if they're with I each other, that, they won't be better.
1: But you, you guys saw that when I saw that, right? And I'm going to explain.
0: That shit makes me sad. Wh- yeah. Well, it made me <laughs> sad. When, it was very sad. She it's, left, it's, a bu- when, it's beautiful whoa, sad, though. When she yeah. left them
1: originally. Like, at the yeah, be- that when was she left quick. She, he's like, wait for me. Right there, I was I you know that she's, I understood not. That she's yeah. not because there's no she's way she's gonna can, keep though. on with life. Yeah. And he's yeah. he's gonna worry about himself and that's fine, you know, and hopefully he gets better right? But he's but still like, thinking about her like, and right there, you know.
2: Yeah, that you, was just sad. That that's was the fork in the road. You're you're, that's you're a going different scene. ways. You and know? I mean,
1: just that, to sort of, I felt sad right there. Like, yeah, that's when I felt sad. Like, just right to
0: sort there. of take it back to Nacho, another Nacho episode. It's sort of like that idea in Amores
1: Pieleros, where
0: mm-hmm. that model, she gets in that car accident and she's messed up, yeah. and nobody loves her anymore. Mm-hmm. Her yeah. husband, that she's just not not her beautiful. husband, her boyfriend, Or her boyfriend. She's just not beautiful anymore. She's just not. Appeal anymore? She
2: becomes an ugly person. Greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's because okay. she she can't shut the fuck I'm up about her dog. No That's why.
2: But yeah,
0: so that <laughs> like yeah, it's it's like that idea. Like yeah, it's just yeah. So but yeah, this, but this is very beautiful. It's like a sad. It's sad, but like in a very grown up way. But, You're right. Like but it's no, like, that
2: like that scene where she leaves, like kind of like immediately, almost. Yeah. You know, it's like. That's pretty fucked up, you know? Like she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll just get a, a cab or something, you know?" And then well, he's talking like but around, see, the like, thing you know? is
1: though, but the, again, that was part of the program it's that tough I think love. he's that well, I mean, because he's he's going into this like sober living house with deaf, you know, other deaf people, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming that's part of the program. It's strict, you know, you have to uh oblige by these guidelines, you know, but yes i mean any normal person like you would think this is harsh as shit you know yeah, like but, you, but, but, but also because he kept saying you saved me this this is a girl who like because okay his first interview when he goes to this house right or prior to that actually when he goes to the sober living the sober deaf living house yeah he asked he asks, um how long have you been sober and then later on he asks. Because he brings up the whole girlfriend aspect of that and all that. Mm. He's like, How long have you been with that girlfriend? Four years. The same amount same of time. Same amount of time. Literally yes. that she like I mean again, he was probably addicted to her. You know? And exactly. that but that exactly is question is what but both, see, you know,
0: vice versa. Yes. But but they saved each other. Yeah. Yes. And so they they don't need to go on anymore. It's mm. sort of like that literally is life in a lot of ways. <sighs> so you can sad. sort of have these relationships that just are supposed to only last for a certain amount of time. Mm. And then you you have to go your separate ways or else yeah. you're going to fuck each other up. Yeah, And I think that's what, like... That was, like... I mean, this movie is just, like, on a lot of different levels, it's really good because yeah. I think the director and the actors and in the, in the story doesn't ever try to pound on these themes that we're talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. to you. You get it because the interactions are so real. They're very valid. Yeah. They're very... You know, the acting is just so raw. Like, Riz Ahmed just, like, like he literally melts into this character. He, yeah. like, he is fucking,
2: like, there's no,
0: there's nobody else who could have played There's this. never a doubt that I don't
2: think Riz Ahmed is this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I'm not thinking, like, oh, this is Riz Ahmed. Like, he's doing great. For, like, it, he's yeah, the, this yeah, guy. You're never, like, oh, you Riz know?
0: Ahmed learned how to do a uh, uh, sign language. Good yeah. for him. You're just, like, oh, yeah, this is this character. He's learning to survive, like, this way. Yeah. <laughs>
2: What do you got, Nacho? No, see I mean, face I was gonna, there. I
1: was gonna compare this with another movie, and you guys may argue I me. Mean, it's a movie we've never talked about before, but th- so there's this movie called Fifty uh, Fifty with fucking uh, what is, what's this stupid name? Seth yeah. Rogen and uh, oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, right. This movie but no, 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 no. The reason I'm bringing it up because there's, there's, <laughs> this, what he has to say. There's, there's this scene where like.
2: Or Jessica levitt cries.
1: Yes, <laughs> that, no, no, but that—that's that, that, that's that, what, that, that, what I'm that, talking about. But where that, that, that that's emotion. fake sentiment. That's no, fake. no, no. I felt that that, that no, in that, that movie. I felt that that felt raw and like real. Like his his cry in that movie. But I feel like that's, that. Those scenes are
0: what's I think what you're talking about. Not I'm sorry. No, no. Am no, I well, interrupting? No, I'm sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So, go ahead. so let me just finish. I'm go, just go saying that. Me
1: personally, I felt the raw emotion in that, and like, I so this movie. That we're talking about sound of metal reminded me specifically of that just that specific scene that raw emotion where he's crying like you know about you know just what he's going through and riz Ahmed like where he's tearing up the fucking um his trailer that they live in you know yeah, he's like yeah. i can't fucking hear i'm fucking deaf he can't even hear that his girlfriend's like like watching him you know right like there, he's literally him, yeah. destroying it's just raw emotion like i just me personally that's what i correlated with this you know but it was just oh dude like it literally it got to me you know okay. what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah, that, that's exactly, all. yeah for sure
0: but what i i guess what i was trying to say and again not to take away from what you felt but i was just trying to say that i think that's a good example because i feel like 50 50 that film with seth rogan and joseph gordon levin i feel like they the director of that really they went out of their way to try to pull those emotions out of you in a really uh, manipulative way.
2: Organic trying, way, I feel like, you know? Like,
0: n- well, no, no, no. In a manipulative way. They're, they're trying to trick you into having those emotions in 50-50. Oh, in 50, yeah. In 50-50. Yeah, in 50-50, No, no, no. yes. Well, yes in, in Sound of Metal, it's organic. Yeah. He, he didn't... He's not... He, he's not filming that to make you cry or upset. He's filming that because that's real. That's what these people deal with. Yeah. And you're going to feel those emotions. Whereas in 50-50, yes, that's a very... Don't get me wrong. I don't think 50-50 is a bad film. I don't think that they're bad in it. I, th- I thought it was a good movie. But there's a lot of scenes in there that feel very forced. That feel yes, very exactly. like... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, it's like Shut um, up, no I'm kidding. we, we <laughs> no, I'm it's, a, kidding. it's, I'm it's very kidding. like a, we want you. we we know you're supposed to cry in this mm-hmm. spot where sound of metal, you could literally feel emotional in any of those scenes. Yeah. yeah, there's never a time where it tells you this is what the score never tells you the the acting never tells you the direction never tells you you're supposed to be emotional here you're just you, in those, you just in those moments yeah. yes because those of the scenes. moments that you're going through yeah. Yeah. and i think that's and, and again i'm not trying to take away from no, what no, what you're fine. saying no. i i was just I, I was just trying to that's a pretty good example in terms of like the two different types of yeah, exactly. emotions yeah. that you're supposed to feel because well, not to say that the 50 types p- of filmmaking, well, that's what I mean, right. the, not that the 5050 one is, is is bad because I can feel emotion, you know, that movie I is mean, very I mean, I've emotional. had a 5050 bar from ice cream <laughs> <freaking> no, <out. laughs> no, 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 that that Joseph that that is a very emotional film because yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, you know, it's it's based on a real story, I believe, too. yeah, so it, the, it's it's so real. It does, like, it does yeah. have emotions too and I understand that, but the filmmaking behind it is a little more manipulated manipulative yes right? exactly I see what you're it is yes, yes. I then, think so, then yeah. something that's more raw like sound of metal where yeah, it just, which is really it's just really like it's, it's, it's more just kind of documentary it's just sort of letting you know it's just showing you something being like this is what this is mm-hmm. i'm not trying to make you cry or or make you feel happy or anything i'm just showing you real things especially like one of my favorite things about this film is when he's uh, you know, when he's actually learning sign language and he's uh, being yeah. happy with the kids and stuff. And he's and he's really like being part of the program and being very happy. And, and because that feels real and raw and, and doesn't feel like it's trying to manipulate you at all. It doesn't feel like it's trying to be like, well, be happy. It's showing you something. Because one of my favorite things about this movie, because most movies like this will show you... Okay, so the rocker guy, the selfish rocker guy... Is a rocker, and then he loses his hearing, and then he's selfish and mad the whole way through, and then at the end is when he realizes, "Ooh, I can't be selfish, and Mm. I take the help." But here, and in Sound of Metal, it's not—it's not so straightforward because up and down, he's human as fuck. Like he—he, it goes up and down. He accepts it. He doesn't. He accepts it. And there's no—there's no happy ending. There's no—you know—he—he's gonna have to be deaf. There's no. He, he just doesn't get a relief. But the ending shows you that he, he understands that. He understands that. That I'm never going to be able to just go back to normal and be, and be relieved and just be... I can hear, but I can have these moments of silence and, and clarity sometimes and know that I, I control who I am as a person. You know what I mean? That's that's more important than just like, well, I fucking my I was able to hear and now I'm back to drumming again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what what I love about yeah, this. Yeah, it song.
2: sounds so clear cut. Right. Like, especially before he learns sign language and stuff. How like how like just like just showing you and everything he's going through how it feels so frustrating. Like everything is just so frustrating. Like how to learn like learning sign language, like trying to talk like communicate with someone else like it's just like like as the viewer and as riz Ahmed's character like you go through his emotions like how everything is just like like i was just putting myself into it like it's like fuck, that's like just like i literally i I could not even like start even like trying to say r for my name yeah but at the same time
0: it's also about if you put that same I mean you know the same you know that's the same thing with like drums and guitar you look at something like that mm-hmm. how could you uh, ever imagine to yeah. write a song guitar well, if you've that, never done that yeah exactly you know it's sort yeah. of the same thing you, he you put all his passion
2: into playing drums mm-hmm.
0: you know there's you know it's not that hard to sort of but like, put
2: yeah that, but that's what's sure. good about this film is that yeah. it puts you through those emotions like yeah and like you not, know
1: yes I mean like I brought up earlier like not only like are you experiencing all the sound like the process of him losing like his hearing? Yeah, like, the sound it, design in this you film know, is like, like it puts it's you in that. Fucking amazing, yeah. you know.
0: But should have won an Oscar. Not that that matters, but it should.
1: But you know, you experience his whole journey, like yeah, all like that. I've never seen a film he's, as he's, good he's, as
2: this. Put me through that. The story like, is I'm of someone
1: deaf. who's been able to hear his whole fucking life yeah you know he's a fucking musician and And, that's a scary thing you know and to be a drummer out of all people and to lose it like not only that like it sounded it seemed like from what i'm getting from the movie is that he they were already a part of a label they were fucking touring they were making money Mm
2: -hmm. you know she was on decibel magazine
1: you know he (laughs) was they're made you know and for Mm -hmm this to just come crashing down like that it's yeah, that's so, like your life that's God, all you did, know like yeah it was, it's fucked it mm-hmm. that's it's really it's unbelievably scary mm-hmm. yes it,
0: it's like cause even just for me as someone who i mean i don't play in a band but if i lost but if i lost <laughs> my hearing like what would i do i couldn't do this i couldn't do anything i really what job could i get without my hearing and I but that's what's so
1: great about this movie because you you see someone who lived their whole exactly like I just said like their
0: entire life. But, but that's what I'm saying. You realize that it's not really about that. It's about you know you know you have to really. It's about finding about who you are as a person. It's not even about anything else. And growing as a person, yeah. you know. It's like what are you willing to do and how are you willing to be because you've lost this one thing. Because those people that he lives with in that house, they're fine. Well, yeah, they're, because they're not, he, because you know, right they're not the, complaining. They, right they the live bat,
1: lives. He's taking hearing loss as kind of like, I mean, a weakness, right? But but, yeah. but and, and, that's and they're not, like, but and they're, that's and,
0: not, but that's not really that crazy because he's in a band, so that makes sense. No, 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 yes, yeah.
1: no, no, no. But I mean, that's what's presented to this group, and that's what they're trying to explain. When well, in the movie. He leaves to get implants, to get these implants because he thinks, you know, it's gonna cure him. And he somehow raises money. He sells his trailer, and all that. And this sober living, um, deaf house that he originally went to, like from the get go, the guy who owns this or who runs this place, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. explains. Great to him, actor. He, yeah. you no, know, his 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 role was amazing. Mm-hmm. He explains some like from the get-go like you're not gonna get this back you need to kind of just accept it and like move forward and grow how to be you know learn how to be yes you know Mm -hmm. and he explains that to him well and he on his own volition you know leaves uh gathers the money gets the surgery done and again (laughs) we're gonna talk about sound like the it's craziest not what it, thing. You I mean, to I mean be. again, we don't know what they hear, right? Because we, yeah. we're we not deaf. We, honestly, we haven't had these like, impacts. But the fact that they, the way they just, they play that out, you know, the distortion and all that, I'm like, you know, I never thought to myself, like, oh shit, this is like maybe I'm, possibly I'm what I'm they glad, hear. I'm glad. And that you, trips me the fuck out. I'm, I'm glad, like, glad you brought that up fuck, because that's dude, such like a, like a really.
0: God. And, and this is why Riz Ahmed should get an Oscar because. In that scene where, so he gets the implants and yeah. everything sounds fuzzy to him. Yeah. Distorted and he, na- like Yeah, it sounds distorted and terrible. So he finally goes and sees Olivia Cook's character while she's in France after he's come out of rehab after yeah. all this time they haven't seen each other. And he goes where she's living with her dad and they play this song and he plays a song on piano and she's singing like this beautiful French song. It sounds beautiful it sounds great the dad wrote right yeah the, the dad mother, wrote right? it yeah. and he was like oh this is a song we used to play for her when she was a little like a baby mm-hmm. and so you can hear what she's singing and what he's playing and what everyone else is hearing and it sounds beautiful it sounds yeah. great yeah. and then you hear what he hears and it's that's distorted crazy. and you can and, and that's why Riz Ahmed is so fantastic mm-hmm. in this role because his facial expression through that whole scene is him literally being like I hear it, and I I know that it's good, but fuck, like, and he's like trying not to cry because he's just like it sounds like shit. But and yeah, I that know whole time, not, yeah, like
2: when he goes to the father's house, um, in Paris or wherever, right? And like he goes to, down to the party, and like it's just like it's a party, so like there's just all this chatter, and it just sounds so fucking like yeah. But I but, but I mean, you know? I'm saying,
0: but I think that scene. Where she's singing is more so that really the, that really drives it home. Where you're just like, yeah, he he like fucked up. No, he should have just he should have literally just stood and learned how to do sign language and not think of that as a disability. Because
2: thinking but, about that, but I'm as saying a that whole scene like sets it up. No, because no, but like but, where but, she talks to her and he's just standing alone. Yeah, yeah, and just but like but what I'm
0: saying but but I mean like what really makes it like drive it home that. Like, yeah, that shows all that, but really makes it drive it home that he's never going to be able to hear. Even the person that he loves, he's never going to be able to hear them like he mm-hmm. could ever hear yeah, them. Yeah, used to. You know what I mean?
1: Like, it's just like this weird distorted crap. Like, when they do it, they're gonna she's going to sound like a robot.
3: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to sound like shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, I mean, I mean, this is just, you know, it's one of the best films of the year. It's unfortunate that it's in this fucking stupid-ass COVID year. Where it would have been, honestly, I would have loved to have seen this in a theater. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. To dude. really feel the sound oh. design, to really get scared. Because that's what I'm saying. This is a horror fucking movie. If you're a person who has ever been in a band or loves hearing music loud, this is a horror movie for you. Because as you get older, you're going to lose your hearing. And this is like a this is a possibility for you. There might be that one instance where you're driving... Through the, you know, driving up the freeway, and you're listening to your music all loud, and your ears just pop, and you're done, and you don't, and you can't
2: hear shit. But the thing about how you're not, saying, like, you should no, have saw Mondo, this in a theater, Mondo, you you are not gonna be able to hear a goddamn thing after this. <laughs> but how you're saying, how you should have, like, it'd have been amazing to sound this, hear this in a theater. Just even watching it on my tele, like my TV, like my skin was crawling, like with the things, like when. You're not supposed to be able to hear, and you're experiencing what Riz Ahmed is feeling. You no, know? no, 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 just sure. like that. Like that's how good the sound design. Is, I kept, you try- know? I, ke- like, I
1: kept trying to pop my ears, like thinking I was losing my own hearing. All right, so, all right. Like, well,
0: you know what? That I mean, we've all, we're all old. We're all losing our hearing. Mm-hmm. Everyone who listens to this yes. knows that. Should we do final thoughts? Let's get into it. Should okay. So again, imagine that. There's an imaginary person here and they brought Sound of Metal and they're arguing they're arguing it they want to bring it in so let's start off Nacho would you let Sound of Metal in just based on you know what you've seen and what we've talked about it's not going to count because this is just a bonus episode and we don't have all of us here so but just for the fun of it what do you think?
1: Um, quick question, just because I wasn't able to figure this out and this is gonna go off of my final thoughts. This Yes, di- his
0: hair was bleached. Next question. <laughs> <has pubes>. No <laughs> Of
1: course. <laughs> no, is is this the director's first This is his first film. Yes. Dude, like I think the things that he was able to pull off, like, where I mean, just speaking to you guys and how emotional and how attached and how we can pull experiences like, and just relate to this movie. Like, I feel like that's super important about this film, you know, like he was, he was able to pull that out of us, you know, I'm, I'm sure he could do that. I don't laugh at me. fucking Mondo. It's just like, I'll let Riz Ahmed pull anything out of me, bro. (laughs) Oh dude, he's so handsome. He's fucking hot as fuck. Not not only that, like Riz Ahmed, hot as fuck, dog. (laughs) i've seen a lot of what he's been in and to me what he was able to do in this movie like dude like it it made me cry like i felt so emotional like going through this ride with him like it's it was fucking great dude there's i i loved everything about this movie i love the direction on the sound and all that you know the whole hearing me having to try to pop my ears, thinking like I'm fucking going through this. Like yeah, I'm, puts it's you me, in it. It's like a ride. It's like a, like, it's I'm, like a weird, uh, I'm uh, weird ride. Experiencing this with him, and then not only that, the addictions, the his girlfriend and him having to leave his past behind, or you know, like he's he's an addict, and this girl that he met was his who saved his life. You know, they so saved he, each other's lives, right? You know? And he started over. Right? His life. Mm-hmm. And then he had to start over again. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we're going, you're we're experiencing this journey with him and it's, it's fucked up and it's fucking emotional. And dude, I just, I love everything about this movie. Like, I would let it in in a heartbeat. Like, for being his first directorial debut, like, this is a fucking masterpiece. Riz Ahmed needs a fucking award. A fucking that stupid. What's that trophy? An Oscar? Golden (laughs)
2: Globe?
0: Yeah, dude. No, but just I mean, it (laughs) doesn't matter. Give him a award. Give give him a fucking award. Is what I'm saying. Like,
1: dude, he he. Give him a trophy. He put his heart out on there in this film. Like it was. I'm gonna fuck Riz on it. That's all I gotta say. That means
0: it's in, baby. It's not. I mean. Sound of Metal isn't in, God. but Nacho is in Riz Ahmed, and that means that it's How in. How many
2: youth of today's hoodies do you give it?
1: <laughs> oh, I give it five, dude.
2: Ooh, oh I yeah,
0: I like that. Movie, I like that. Yeah, dude. Mondo. Let's hear your last thoughts. Would you let it in? I mean, you know if this was a regular episode, would you let it in?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. This like, this is like craft filmmaking right here. You know, like I like. That. I mean, I like you that. cannot like let this film in like. Like I was, as I was saying earlier, like just from watching it at home, like you feel Riz Meds going, you Ahmed going deaf, you know. And I can just imagine it being in a theater, like you know, my skin was my skin was already crawling while like you know, like the sound design was going on, you know, like yeah, yeah. it's insane. Oh, yeah. Like I, I don't want to feel that, so I don't want to see it in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand why how much it would like. Improving the experience or whatever mm-hmm. you know but yeah like seriously like four uh fuck you owl eyes go like into this movie you know like <laughs> Wait, what? this is Can like you great again what are you
1: talking about four
2: four fuck you owl eyes you remember that part this was this movie right
0: <laughs> yeah his uh his owl eyes. when he first oh, comes oh <laughs> yes, yes yes yeah if you've seen it, his uh his sign his, uh riz Ahmed's sign is allies right that's like the thing. guy tells him he's like when you
2: he first came he here came you had in, Owl he had, anyway, you how these huge
1: eyes yeah four,
2: fuck you Owl okay, okay four okay that's good four. Okay. Yeah, yeah i like cool, that cool, that's cool. Good. this is right. this is but you you this would, is masterful you that shit filmmaking yes. you know like this is like i don't like i was i wanted to see this movie and i was just and i'm glad it was as good as it was you know like yeah because i was i didn't know
1: i hope this director can top like you know, yeah, keep, I'm ready to this see up. this, like, like, you know like what I'm saying? Like, see another film from fuck, this guy, yeah, you know? Seriously.
0: Well, let me. My final thoughts are that I think this film is fucking fantastic. And the same thing we've been talking about because this director really gave it that feel of it doesn't feel this over dramatic Oscar Beatty kind of thing, it doesn't
2: contrived or anything right. like that. It feels it's so natural, real. it's natural, very natural, yeah.
0: and also. It's great that he got Riz Ahmed because it does. It, it's it's really nice to not see like a white dude in one of these roles. Yeah. It's really cool to kind of see Riz Ahmed. His name's Ruben. He He's might be Mexican. playing a Mexican. He's a good we, don't Mexican know. Man. we don't know. <laughs> We're not sure. Uh Riz or Riz anybody Riz Hit us up. Let us let us know. <laughs> Are you playing a Mexican or not? We don't know cuz your name's Ruben, but either way, you're a minority. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Because That's what's cracking with a lot of that in that scene. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of those drummers and guitar players and people, they're not just these white dudes. They're really like, it's like a diverse scene. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And that's what I really loved about this. It showed that it's not just a bunch. It just showed that it's just not a bunch of white people deal with problems. Mm -hmm. White people aren't the only people who are addicted to heroin. It's not only white
2: people who can date some artistic white bitch.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Why? <laughs> no yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, some God, of us. Eyebrows. Some of us minorities got pretty dope RVs. You can travel around with us if you want. Hit us up. But that's what I mean. It was a really nice. Um, it was just cool to see that to see Riz Ahmed in that kind of role and to like really feel like it's a really lived in world, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel stupid where you're just like ah like. This is someone who doesn't know this like scene or doesn't know yeah, about exactly. music or anything. It just like felt stupid. Mm-hmm. It felt very real and very raw, and I love the direction behind it. Darius Martyr. I hope that he does more stuff like this. Yeah, I, really I can't guess. wait to see his next one. Yeah, yeah, I really hope that he kind of sticks yeah. to subjects where he can really kind of do that, um, where he brings in people who are non-actors, where mm-hmm. he can like kind of go into these yeah. kind of... Uh, You know, therapy groups or things where there's people who aren't actors and Mm -hmm. really get that raw kind of feeling, and put actors in that place because a lot of movies like that are kind of the best. That that really, especially from first directors and stuff, if they tell a really good story. So, I really love Sound of Metal. After Possessor, it's my favorite film of the year. Like Mm -hmm. those are like my two top because I really feel like Sound of Metal really, the acting elevates it, but the direction really fucking has something to say. It really does. Like in terms of what we've been talking about in terms of addiction and, you know, just, you know, losing your hearing and how that would yeah. feel to you. It really like you can, yeah, you everything can,
2: about this film really like that elevates journey, it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like this is definitely one of the best films of the year. You know? And,
0: and it, and you know, it'll make you cry. You know, there's no, I, you know, I love a lot of, you know, punk metal, You know, doom, gloom, metal, whatever the fuck. But, you know, there's never been... There's never been a man who plays drums like that to make me cry like Riz Ahmed had in this movie. Yeah, he was great. He was great in this film.
2: Like, it was just... Yeah. Like, I... I, Yeah, I can't imagine anyone else in this role. Yeah, so...
0: If, you know, if this was a regular episode, Sound of Metal would be in. And it yeah. might
2: come down, down the line. You might bring like it, it back. It, it better be. This, this movie feels like it would just be immediate release on Criterion. Because you know? it sort of And just, I don't understand why it wouldn't, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I, I really feel that too. It doesn't really have, you know, it's getting talked about. It's getting a lot of praise, but not in like a way that it's mainstream. So mm-hmm. I feel like it is one of those underappreciated things that... Yeah criterion or other things will realize yeah. no this is like a good movie yeah. like this is like a good thing mm-hmm. so i'm glad we did a little episode about this everyone i think we all all of us agree to check it out it's just on amazon prime please watch yeah. it. yes please, please yeah. watch, Seriously, yeah, watch it. this especially i I mean you know riz Ahmed from venom you know him from fucking <laughs> he was in four Lions. i don't know if any of you have seen that yeah. but he was in nightcrawler rogue and, one is where i really noticed rogue that, one you know like, but
1: I, I noticed him in the night of, uh, that's what it's called, right? There. Yeah, yeah, the night of, that HBO series. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, this really, this is where he really shines. Like, you're, I think even if you don't care about the music scene or or any of that. And it you, doesn't
2: push that shit no, down it your doesn't, throat. No, you it know? doesn't. Like, it really yeah, doesn't. You know?
0: It doesn't try to make you be like, oh, you have to know about
1: this type of music to like-, yeah. like It may have is, turned us yeah. on a little towards it, but- Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. but no- yeah, but um, if you
0: end up liking Gizm after this, but wear a shirt, penis, you're going to have to get you know? a bootleg shirt because yeah. I don't think he sells shirts. But I promise, bad.
1: watch this with the sound up. Enjoy the sound because that's serious. Go deaf watching this it, film. It, <laughs> it make, it's a part of it. Like It really will make yeah. you appreciate yeah. this whole that's film. That's one of
0: the great things about this Listen film is
1: that the sound design,
0: if anything, if you because know, the Oscars are whack and they're shit, so they might ignore him as a, as an actor. They might ignore the. I don't director. know a good Oscar. Do you know a good Oscar? No. They might they might ignore everything, but they might but at least give him the sound design, yeah. right? Because this is great. So I mean, yeah. Border Radio. Sound of Metal. Watch Sound of Metal first, and then if you have
2: Criterion, check out Border Radio. Honestly, yeah. If you Fuck have the Criterion yeah. channel, yeah, please check out Border yeah. Radio. Fuck check.
1: let yeah. check it out. Okay, yeah.
0: Especially if you're into that whole scene, but I am one of your hosts Jordan Garcia follow me at young jane fonda on Instagram but also follow the cult yes at criterion cult pod on Instagram and at criterion cult on Twitter please because we guys we we need to hear what your opinions are about what we're doing here so
2: yeah is anyone watching movies like come on yeah get into it (laughs) what the
0: fuck (laughs) (laughs) we're having a good time water radio (laughs) nah fuck it where can we
2: find you
1: nacho nacho you can find nacho at he's (laughs) off the map on instagram and on twitter i believe the same name yeah and um that's it yeah great find me
2: And um at save underscore mondo on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, so follow me there.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Vote. This is democracy. We love you. This is the cult, baby. This is the sound of metal. Bye.